hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am super excited today to talk to Carrie, who reached out to me through email. Um, and we have had some great conversation around how uh, yucky <laughs> um, people can be when they approach you to be in their MLM. And I'm like, I'm really excited to share her story around how she's been approached so many times and just your thoughts around being, you know, targeted as a potential MLMer. <laughs> that it, yeah. So it starts back like in the 1980s. I was born with extra bone connected to both my ankles. I had it removed when I was 11. That was 1988. It was supposed to be curative at that point, but it wasn't because I broke that bone when I was 14 and that kind of set in a chain reaction where it regrew right before I turned 28 in 2005 I had surgery to remove it again and it caused a really bad problem called complex regional pain syndrome which is most painful disease known to man I knew as soon as I woke up something was wrong this was not any pain I had ever felt before And it was horrible. And so now we're going to go through tons of treatments, tons. And in 2018, I had a pain pump implanted into my stomach that goes from my stomach into my spine. So there's a pod in my stomach that's filled with meds. There's a tube that goes from the pod into my spine and it slowly drips medicine into my spine. That worked really, really, really well until I went on a 10-hour drive to visit family and I developed a cerebral spinal fluid leak. Um, After medical interventions, it didn't work. So then I had to have surgery. The first two surgeries failed. The second one failed so epically. I had an enclosed leak on my back that was about the size of a basketball on my lower back around the incision. It was huge. Um, I lay down to take a nap and I was in my favorite pair of fleece line leggings. I mourned for those leggings now and it went from enclosed to not enclosed really quickly. So I reached out to the boutique. I bought them from They didn't have any left in my size. Then I reached out to, they reached out, those owners of that boutique reached out to a couple other boutiques to see if anybody had any more of these. They were all sold out, probably because they were so freaking comfortable. Everybody wanted a pair of these. Then I broke down and I reached out to a friend who sold LuLaRoe because she had brown leggings and they get to me and they one leg was three inches longer than the other and there was a hole in it now I do a lot of sewing I'm five foot four which is code for you better learn to hem (laughs) I texted her back and I was like hey girl uh yeah there's a hole in these leggings and one leg is like much longer than the other she goes okay can you send them back and I'm like 
okay, fine. Um, then 15, 20 minutes later, she calls me back and she was like, just keep them. And I'm like, okay, why? She goes, we have to do returns in groups of 15. I bought 20 pair of leggings. The pair you brought, bought is number 16 of the 15 that are defective. So yeah, three quarters of the leggings she had just sent, had sent to her were defective. That is absolutely insane. Like, I mean, I get it that there's going to be like, you know, with any manufacturing thing, there is always the opportunity for mistakes to be made. Like nobody's perfect. I totally understand that. But But obviously, as we know, as we know, this is not the only person that has had issues like this. This is not the only seller that has defective items like this is just one a drop in the bucket and she was like just keep them I'm like look I'm gonna the hole was at the like end of it like it was on the short leg it was like where your calf would be um I was like just refund me everything but your cost and she goes really I was like yeah I could just cut them off make um like bike shorts to wear under a skirt during the summer or something wear under a summer dress she goes oh I was like I don't want you to lose any more money than it's you're already losing because I knew she had to pay for shipping to get those 20 pair of leggings to her now she has to ship back 15 of those 20 pairs and so she left soon after that she was like this just isn't worth it I am not selling $250 a month apparently that was what they had to do she has since watched Lula Rich and has spilled the tea like they messed up her taxes and stuff like that um and now she's kind of like okay I'm done um that's they messed up her taxes yeah I feel like that, like, that, that's surprised. really wrong. That's really wrong. It's a computer-aided system. You know, computers make mistakes, but so do humans own it. Right. But, you know, like, that's an important thing. Like, taxes aren't, like, something we mess around with. <laughs> you no. Know? No. Like, so, that was kind of just, like, that should have been a warning sign that more of of this was going to come. So now that I am literally spewing spinal fluid, I am in extremely high risk for infection. I was under lockdown quarantine. My doctor was like, I don't want you between now and the time you have surgery, which is 10 days, you're on really high, big doses of antibiotics. And I don't want you around anybody that you don't have to be around. Don't go get your haircut. Don't go to the grocery store. Nothing. Just be around your husband. The day I had my surgery, I get a PM and I was getting PMs from friends going, hey, how are you doing? I want to check, see if you're still alive. Hey, how did the surgery go? You know, my husband's trying to update people on Facebook and messenger the best he can. And I get a PM from a doTERRA, a doTERRA, doTERRA, I don't know how to say it, because I, asking if she could come up and do a doTERRA pain relief presentation in my hospital room. And I was like, thanks, but no thanks. I'm limited to only two visitors because I'm such a high infection risk and they had to be named at time of my surgery. So it was my husband and my neighbor, who's like my aunt. And I actually just put her down as my aunt. I had to tell her, they were like, well, just put me down as your aunt or cousin or something. I was like, you don't understand. I am in a very high, I'm having IV antibiotics. I spewed spinal fluid out my back for 10 days. They want me around as few people as possible. My husband, this was before masks were commonplace. My husband and all the nurses and the doctors and anybody coming in my room 
how to be masked and how to be gowned. I was that big of an infection risk. And I had to tell her, no, 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 I can't have any visitors. She was, she goes, well, when you get discharged, I'll come over to your house. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, I don't want your smelly overpriced oils in my house. She was not taking no for an answer. I finally had to reach out to her sister and be like, I need you to take care of this. She then proceeded because I tattled to her sister. Apparently that's what her sister said. She blocked me on everything. And I was like, good, I, I don't need the drama. And so I was recovering really slowly. This was a very invasive surgery. It was actually plastic surgery because they had a plastic surgeon come in and take a muscle and basically fillet it open to cover the spinal fluid leak to protect my spinal cord. And I was like, like I said, I was a big infection risk. Well, when you're on really, really high doses of antibiotics, one of the things that can happen is your gut get, I was taking probiotics, but it still, when you're on really super high levels of antibiotics, you tend to get it, a little thing called C. diff. C. diff, it's shitty. Pun intended. You are literally chained to your toilet. Um, finally, I called my doctor. My doctor is like, get to the e- closest ER now. That ER sends me to the hospital I had my surgery at. I was like, if I would have known that, I would have just gone to that hospital to begin with. And so here I am. I'm devastated. It is St. Patrick's Day. And I'm like, this isn't my lucky day. I just start having an ugly cry. And then all of a sudden I start hysterically laughing. The nurse comes in and she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. She was like, you're laughing, crying, and it's really loud. I was like, I just realized I'm hospitalized and that really, really sucks. But I'm not at home using my toilet paper during a toilet paper shortage. The nurse started laughing with me. So this time I was in the hospital this time almost a week using their toilet paper. It was great. I am chained to an IV pole and running both IV because the treatment for C. diff is a different antibiotic to kill the infection in your gut. So, so I'm chained to an IV pole, having IVs run through both my my stomach because it needs to go in through your gut and the same medicine IV. I am literally sitting on the toilet and my friend from high school, who I swear to God has been in almost every single MLM she is, she was an Amway before we graduated. She has done Avon. She has done Mary Kay. She has done pure romance. There was one I had never heard of. She had done, and now she's doing unique. So that's six. Um, and she had just started doing this and she goes, Hey girl, how you doing? I'm like, I'm having a shitty time of it. Pun intended. Um, she didn't even catch that. And she was like, hey, I was wondering if you could help me with my new business. And she starts telling me all about this cosmetic company she's with and how great and how she has eyelashes for the first time. And she was wondering if I would be a brand ambassador. Here are my air quotes. Brand ambassador for her. And I was like, um, this is not a good time right now. Yes. So, I mean, let's just talk about this for a second. You are medically compromised, like to the extreme, super not feeling good, 
hate that for you. And I'm feeling quite shitty. Yeah, quite shitty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, what? Imagine, like, I mean, I'm imagining your experience. Like, how disappointing that must feel. Like, have- I don't care about you. I I was expecting it. Because anytime, the only time she reaches out to any of us is when she starts a new business, air quotes, business. Um, And she was offering me referral points. Like I would get, of all the referrals I made, I would get store credit, air quotes again, of 10%. So if I sold $450, I would be able to get a thing of mascara, apparently. And I was like, "Ah." my line was, I don't feel comfortable advertising a product I have never used. First and foremost. Second of all, this is not a good time to be asking me this. I mean, this is one very expensive makeup and the world just shut down. And I was like, three, I don't have the energy to help you with your business right now. It is not a good time. I was like, I'm just not in a good place to help anybody with a business right now. I was literally on the toilet and she sent me a text trying, don't, you don't have to sell it you can actually join my team it's a, we're running a special right now I think instead of $99 they brought it down to like $79 I didn't care I wasn't gonna do it and I was like girl I am literally sitting on the toilet sending you this message it is not a good time to ask me this she had the fucking balls to reply that's the beauty of this message. You can work it from anywhere. I was like, thanks, but no thanks. I was like, like I wish you room. luck. Yeah, I wish you luck on your life changing. What is it? Um, this was my exact response. Um, I don't have time to argue with you and about all the other life-changing businesses that you have been a part of. I was like, I am glad you think I would be a good brand ambassador for me, but this is not the time. I was like, I wish you luck. Goodbye. And I left it at that. Yeah. I mean, and that was actually a pretty kind response considering she's approaching you. You. Yeah. Wow. You're ill. Like what? Um, it was funny, but not funny. Um, I was laughing about it, but I have a warm sense of humor. Um, so one of the side effects of heavy duty antibiotics is your skin will get really awesome for a couple of weeks and then it won't, it will come back. Like you will break out horribly. And I posted a picture of myself laying on the couch on Instagram and lo and behold, there comes a Rodan and Fields Mercedes Benz driving Rodan and Fields consultant asking me if I could help with my skincare. And I was like, no, thank you. But I like what I use. It's reasonably priced and it's made here in Georgia by a small business. I immediately got blocked because I said no. Also want to just say, based from your Zoom camera quality, your skin looks really good. So. Oh no, it's horrible right now. There's makeup on today. Oh, well. I had to bust out. I had to bust out the concealer. I'm kind of, yeah, I've been broken out. Every so often she will jump back in my DMs, but this is, she is always about the time freedom. She was like, I, with this business, I can have the time freedom to take my kids to swim class. And I was like, yeah, you're there, but you're not there because you're working business. 
she literally showed a picture of her working her business in air quotes while her daughter is having the her first one meet go ahead I feel like uh the MLM world has just made it like us being nose deep in our phones even more acceptable and like now every time they say excuse every time they say time freedom I just have an Ingle Montoya from the Princess Bride in my head going you keep using that word I don't think you know what that word means or (laughs) I don't think that word means what you think it means I have an Ingle Montoya I mean Mandy Patinkin's my favorite actor I have his voice going through my head every time they say time freedom time freedom trust me as somebody who is disabled and has a lot of time freedom it is not all it's cracked up to be but it's being fully there in that moment right and she is literally one of those I like to call her the Instagram mom like she has a professional photographer come out and do the first day of school pictures. I mean, good for you, I guess, if you can <laughs> yeah, afford to like, do that. But, do that. Like, but like, that's cool. You're going to have some nice pictures of your kids for your first day of school, but that's not realistic for every mom in the world. Well, she was also, she was like, well, you can join my team and retire your husband. And I was like, girl, I got to stop you right there. I was like, I got pissed at this. This is, I was furious when she did that to me. First of all, my husband's a teacher. Teaching, especially when you're in your 25th year, you don't retire. No. Teaching is a calling. I was a teacher. I know this. You may, you work your best to make sure your calling is fulfilled every day. And I was like, would you go to a preacher's wife and say, hey, I have this business opportunity and you can retire your husband. Would you say that to a preacher's wife? (gasps) Well, of course I wouldn't. I'm like, then don't say it to a teacher's wife because it's the same thing. It is a calling. Such a good point. That is such a good point, especially like these passion professions you know like yeah we don't go in it for the money no no I told I'm right there with you I totally understand that you don't you don't do (laughs) helping fields for the money like people don't even like you know the nursing field and like doctors I come from a yeah my mom my grandmother my aunt like I come up from a very long line of nurses who are totally badass women um nursing was not for me Maybe because I spent way too much time in doctor's offices as a child. No, I just, no, 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 no. I was fine being a teacher. Yeah. And like, but these, these professions, they work so hard to help other people and it's draining and it's tiring, but it's so fulfilling to help people. You have to understand is 68% of all teachers work second jobs. Most of them are, well, a lot of them do like coaching. My husband, it wasn't until two years ago, he stopped coaching. Um, And even then him and his assistant coach started building walking sticks as a side hustle and sell them to um, local bat, like local, we have a lot of hiking areas. Um, They have a Thing with the national parks they sell their walking sticks at national parks here in the georgia area and some of the state parks too they sell these walking sticks they have a true side hustle and i'm really proud of those guys yeah that's awesome yeah so now we're we're really halfway through how like at this point i started watching some mlm youtube videos I found some really great creators on YouTube. Um, one of them, she's not doing MLM anymore, but she's still staunchly anti-MLM. And I just loved her content. That was Margaret Angel. But I was watching her, Deanna Mims, CC Suarez. And I was like, what they're saying is really, really true. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So now we are in the height of COVID at this point. And everybody I know was starting to, like, it seemed like everybody was joining MLM. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And for a while there, I was like, yeah, I'll buy like a lipstick from you. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, can I just send you 20 bucks so I don't have to buy your overpriced lipsticks? You know, um, what's your commission on that? $15. Can I send you a $15 Walmart gift card? You know, stuff like that. Um, then the funniest, it's kind of funny, but not funny, is one of my husband's cousins reaches out and she has joined Usborne Books, I think it's called. Osborne, Usborne sends us this canned sales pitch about how we could buy all these really great books for our kids. My reply is my dog doesn't read. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, she goes, but what about Sean's classroom? I was like, let me see what you have. They were all geared towards elementary. I was like, none of these are appropriate for an AP level high school class. And I was like, and for the price that you are selling these books, I could buy them off of Amazon. I mean, I could buy two off of Amazon for the price you're selling this one book. Like, thanks, but no thanks. So... I, I guess you can mess up books like you you definitely can mess up books but <laughs> you know it's like wow like why just why why do we have to target and like these are children's books so you're again you're targeting all about children yeah I am all about we were those people that we gave cool educational gifts honestly the past few years for Christmas we have sent god kids and our nephews history by mail so much so that my we gave it to my dad also and my dad and my nephew they wait for each other to get their history by mail and then they discuss it together so it's yeah history by mail if you want a really cool gift for like the tween ages to adults history by mail it's like six dollars a month what like what is this is not an ad what, what is it this? is not an ad this is a free promo <laughs> history by mail this is all free because <laughs> what they do is they send a copy of a document so one of the ones they really loved was um I think it was Hank Aaron was the first African-American to be a spokesperson for a national company and it was chock full of nuts coffee and it was a copy of his contract and it's based on the month so like february they'll do something in the black history month march being women's history will be something about women's history or somebody who made an impact on women's history so that's really cool that's really it cool is that like they're doing it for together. six dollars six dollars yeah, awesome. a month you know, you think for a year, that's $72 for a year. That's birthday and Christmas for me. So, um, so that was the Usborne books. That was my husband and I, we just had a laugh at it. We were like, that was a copy paste. We've gotten to the point where we're like, copy paste, copy paste. Um, now stores are starting to reopen. It is middle end of August. When I had C. diff, I lost a lot of weight. Nothing fit. Nothing fit. I went to Old Navy because I had a coupon and they were having a big sale. But none of the fitting rooms were open because of COVID procedures. So I made a Facebook comment. It really sucks to change sizes during a pandemic when you don't know what size you wear. I didn't say I gained weight. I didn't say I lost weight. I said I changed sizes. Well, lo and behold, somebody slips into my DM and was like, hi, um, 
we just, I just wanted to let you know that I am more than willing to help you continue on your weight loss journey with Thrive by Lavelle. I can almost see the spirit fingers coming through the DM. I was furious. So a little background. Um, I grew up on whatever diet my mother was doing. My mom is in her 70s. And so far, I think we've counted 64 different diets. That and like we, one Christmas, she was getting ready to have lap band done. And um, she had a list every diet she ever tried. And she made the mistake at Christmas dinner of telling us this. And we started naming out diets. And when we were all like the bulgur wheat diet, where you had to eat a one cup of boiled unsalted bulgur wheat before you ate your meal, because it was supposed to be an appetite suppressant. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of that one. It it lasted like three days. We called it the bulgur wheat diet. That sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. I was pissed. It was my husband's cousin. So I was like, I'm letting you handle it. He went off. He went off. He goes, how dare you tell my wife that she needs to lose weight? Actually, how about this? How dare you think you should go against her doctor's orders not to lose weight? Because I had lost weight so rapidly that my doctor's like, you need to maintain don't gain, don't lose, maintain. And I have, I have maintained now for two years, which has been nice because I haven't had to buy new clothes, even though I have. Well, that's awesome though, that you've been able to maintain it. Like, like just being able this to maintain is body it. body by chemistry. I'm a big People woman. I do not come from skinny women. If there's a skinny woman in our family, they are the anomaly. And this is, I don't eat a whole lot. Actually, my best friend jokes. She goes, I see what you eat. You should be skinny. And I'm like, yeah, would be nice. But this is the body God gave me. I wasn't supposed to be skinny. And that's okay. Yeah. And she hasn't been the last to reach out with, I've had a cousin who sold both beach body and what's the nail one um color street yes color street she was doing a fundraiser with the color street i made the mistake of buying it i should have just sent 20 dollars to the football team she was doing the thing for she reached out a week later about joining beach body and i was like uh thanks but no thanks no And I haven't, I don't even say thanks anymore. I just say no exclamation point. That's my only response. Um, They just keep getting, like the diet ones and the lifestyle ones, they're kind of ballsy about it too. And I'm just like, no. And I've gotten to the point where it's no, and that's not a no, not right now. It's a no end of discussion. I'm tired of six months later, they come back like, hey, have you thought about joining me? Um, pretty much every cousin has joined an MLM on both sides, like at least for a short period of time. My Favorite diet one, though, was really funny. There's a girl I grew up with. I had known this girl since we were like five. We went kindergarten through college together. Even when she was nine months pregnant, she was a size four. She was one of those people who could eat whatever she wanted and never gain weight. She just had that ballet ballerina body. And she joined one that had these gummies that were supposed to be apple cider vinegar gummies. No, no, no. Thanks, but no, thanks. No. And she knows because when I was 19, I made it very clear. I was on a diet at 19 and I looked at this plate of cucumbers and I was like, 
I'm never going to diet again. And I got up and got a cheeseburger because I wanted a cheeseburger. Yes. I can remember it very clearly. I was like, I'm not going to diet anymore. I'm never in to this day. The one time I did try my doctor, my doctor, my pain management doctor said, Hey, some people with CRPS have discovered that going gluten-free is helped with inflammation. It's worth a shot. He had a point. It was worth a shot. That's two weeks of my life. I will never get back. And you know what? Sometimes it's when it's about something else, when it's about pain management, when it's about doing what your doctor says and like trying it out and working with your doctor or working with a professional, that's yes. different than different being like, that- let me try this random thing on the internet that yes. I really don't actually know about, but it looks pretty. It comes in a cool package. So let me just try it. Yeah. Or especially with chronic pain, there's always some kind of my friends, sisters, brother-in-laws, wife suffered for two weeks with the same disease you have and was cured by using these oils. Two weeks. I just, I'm 17 years and two days. Like not many people know exactly what day they got their disease. I know exactly what day I got my disease. Because it was the day I had the surgery in the surgeries, but caused my CRPS. I, I, 17 years, two weeks, it could have been something not CRPS. And I'm glad she got relief after two weeks of this pain, because I could tell you at 17 years, I wouldn't wish this pain on anybody. I mean... I told you in our text message yesterday, hey, just a heads up, I'm trying to evict a kidney stone because I do have a kidney stone right now. Um, I put a kidney stone on a scale of like one to 10 on a pain scale, a six. And people are like, that's really painful. I was like, yes, but I've experienced a 10. A kidney stone to me is a six. And people are like, that's impossible. And I'm like, well, yeah, I thought so too when I had a kidney stone, but then something else happened and my kidney stones don't want for the most painful. So there have been, there's always somebody who's like my brother's uncle's cousin, stuff like that. There's always those. Um, I haven't said my last name because I haven't been blocked by, you know, the head of LuLaRoe yet. I have not been blocked by the head of Lavelle and I follow him on Instagram all the time. And you hear the things that they say and you're just like, oh yeah, mm. y'all are full of it. They say There's some all- pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> oh yes. Um, it, that's one of the reasons I haven't said my last name to, yeah. on this broadcast because I haven't been blocked. And like I said, I have a really unusual last name. Um, but that was just 2020. I mean, those are the things I can remember between medical procedures, hospitalization, surgeries, and doctor's appointments. Every time I turn around, there's somebody reaching out as a person with a disability who is on social security disability, the people, the MLM business owners, network marketing partners, whatever they're called, consultants, whatever, are forever reaching out to me. And I'm like, you do realize with the type of social security, if I do make money, I could lose not only my social security, but my Medicare and that's my health insurance. And I can't live without health insurance. And they're like, Oh no, no. I'm like, yeah, I do. I do know what I'm talking about because I'm the one living with it. Right. Exactly. 
Um, it's so funny. I have a friend who used to sell for doTERRA and all of a sudden somebody reached out. This was a couple months ago, reached out to me, sent a PM and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. Let me see what they want. And I was like, ask me if I wanted to try this shampoo. And I was like, Hey, um, I called my hairstylist, you know, the person who knows me, my hair the best. She's been doing my hair for like 10 years. It's like, have you ever heard of this shampoo, Monat, Monate, I don't know, Mo something? And I was like, probably Mo Money, Mo Problems. <laughs> and she goes, no, let me look into it. And she texted me back. She goes, whatever you do, don't use it. I was like, I wasn't going to because the cost of the shampoo is the same price as you sell me a bottle of shampoo and conditioner that comes in with an extra bottle of leave-in conditioner. You know, I use what you recommend. She goes, don't use it. It has red clover in it. And because of all the medications you take, those come out in your hair and you would probably lose hair if you used anything with red clover in it. so I asked my hairstylist I'm like okay she goes Carrie don't use it she goes your medications come out in your hair I could tell when I could tell where in your hair you had your surgeries and antibiotics because the shaft is totally different the, I think it was red clover that I don't know why that's sticking in my head. She goes, that will damage your hair so severely because of it will interact with the residues of the medications that you take. So am I going to listen to somebody who's trying to sell me this or am I going to listen to a professional? Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to listen to my professional hairstylist who's been doing my hair for 10 years. And come to find out the person we had a friend in common with, I asked her, I was like, who is this person? She goes, that is my goddaughter's niece. I was like, oh, and she goes, what? I was like, it's my sister cousin's best friend's uncle situation she goes yeah pretty much she goes I'm really sorry I thought my friend list was on private it wasn't she went in and sent everybody on my friend list a the same email oh my gosh and I was just like wait wait, wait, wait. she went and looked into your friend list she goes, yeah, I forgot that it was, she goes, I've changed it now, but you know how on Facebook, you can see who you have mutual friends. You can see people you may know. Anybody that she may have known, she sent the exact email to and our direct message. And it's just funny because it's like, okay, your war market must have been really cold. If you're reaching out to somebody who's not even in your warm markets, friend list. Did you go through your like lukewarm market friend list and then go to a cold market to cold call us? <laughs> I think that on some levels, Sometimes people feel like it's easier to reach out to people they don't know. No, but it was just like, hi, don't know who you are, but mm, no. Yeah. And I've gotten very, very good in the past two and a half years at just saying no. Love it. I have like all the skincare. Every time somebody reaches out, I was like, nope, I love the skincare I use. It is a small company out of Georgia. It was started by friends of mine. So that's cool. I'm really kind of partial. If you ever, I would plug them, but I don't want, I don't want it them to get in trouble. I don't think they would. 
Um, it is a company called Wholesome Hippie. It's That's made them. here in Georgia. This is, um, they have, my favorite thing they have is literally called Lemonade, is a wonder balm, is their exact wording. My husband calls this the family Windex. Remember in my big fat Greek wedding? The father, the Greek father put uh, Windex on any skin ailment. Yep. We put this on any skin Bug bites? No problem. That is it? No problem. That's this really is cool. Our, yeah. Um, my husband has a beard. He puts it in his beard during the winter because it gets really dried out. Windex. But wow. lemonade. Yeah. And it's made in America. It has the cruelty-free bunny which is super cool um made in america love that made by a women-owned company too we love that we love that here we love supporting a small family-owned women-owned black-owned businesses on this these are awesome women they're really funny they have great tiktoks too so if you ever find them on tiktok they're hysterical (laughs) (sighs) All right. But that, yeah, that's about it. That's like my quarantine was so different from other people's, but mm-hmm. maybe it was because I was so, so isolated. Yeah. That every time I turned around and somebody from an MLM was reaching out to me and I'm just like, just leave me alone, please just leave me alone. So if you don't mind, I would love to just talk for a minute about how being approached consistently affected your mental health and like, what were you thinking about yourself and just like your self-esteem and all that stuff while you're constantly you being know, approached? I was in such an acute health phase that my psychiatric, my mental health was taking a back seat. I was just trying to get through hurdle after hurdle because after the C diff I ended up getting shingles so then I go into super quarantine again Mm -hmm. and so I was just trying to survive and these maybe it's because I do have a little bit of a twisted sense of humor I was laughing about it I was just like (laughs) no like the Usborne books one was so funny because it was such a canned response. And I'm like, you know, here we have this puppy who is going through that puppy phase that all male puppies go through where they are violating pillows left and right. And I was like, I think my dog is more into erotica right now than he is <laughs> child books. But thanks for asking. Like, I, I kind of have a twisted sense of humor but it's been a coping mechanism for me. Right. And it's, I think because everybody was just trying to grasp straws. I was more worried about their mental health than my mental health. Like here I am in the hospital and you want me to be an ambassador. What is wrong with you? You know? Right. Yeah. Not the time to ask somebody like, "Mm." Oh, you're dying. Do you want to sell something? Do you think my essential oil, can can you, when you get discharged, can you tell people these essential oils cured you? No, because they didn't. (sighs) All right. So with all of this, what is your anti-MLM why? Pretty simple. I don't ever want to look at my friends and family and think, oh, what can I get them to buy from me? What, who could I get to be my downline? I refuse to look, be a shark looking at my friends and family like chum in the water. Yeah. And that is really the end of it. That and I'm cheap. If I wanted to, not everybody is meant to be a business owner. I am one of those people is not meant to be a business owner. My husband is meant to be a teacher, not a business owner. If that is the path you take, become a business owner on your own. Yep. Don't rely on somebody else's business. 
Absolutely. But my biggest MLM is I'm not going to look at my friends and family and think, mm, who can I get to join me? I'm not. And I see that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so, so, so much. I really enjoyed hearing your story. Um, I'm excited to, I, I think that we need to have more disabled people on the podcast because it's absolutely uh, viewed as a gold mine in MLM world because you're a captive audience. If you are stuck in a hospital bed, if you're stuck at home, if you're stuck, stuck in a, you, on a hospital toilet, you know, yeah. if you're stuck, you are, you are a captive audience and what else do you have to do? So they are like, why don't you do this with me and become a product of the product and a and product? No, 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 no. I just, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I may have time freedom because I'm disabled doesn't mean I'm, I have energy freedom, right? Because like with chronic pain, you have the spoon theory where it may take the average person one spoon to get out of bed, get dressed, do your activities of daily living, drink your cup of coffee out the door. That's one spoon for me. That's four spoons. Everybody starts the day with eight spoons. I use four just getting up and getting ready in the morning. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you using some of your spoons to talk to us today. Um, oh, I'm thank- going back to the couch. Straight- <laughs> I'm going to let it all out. I'm going back to watch Stranger Things right now because, you know, it, it's today is the first of July, which means the last two episodes of season four came out. Woo! <laughs> I'm a child of the 80s and that that show just every time I watch it I'm like oh my god I was like Erica oh my god I had Erica's like Erica Ellen Max I think I've had every single one of their pieces of clothing (laughs) and there's probably a picture out there with me in it that's so great um all right everyone thank you so much for listening I hope that you have a great weekend and we will talk to you soon bye all right bye